BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. From Vanderpump Rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Shenanigans time with Sheena and Brock. How you doing, honey? Hey, baby. Hey, back from Vegas. That was a much different Vegas trip. Oh, the pool parties in Vegas. I'll tell you what. <laughs> a little different. Li- like I'm steaming in because I was playing golf in the morning. So I met Sheena and, and Bubs and their family and that at the pool. And I walked down and I'm standard Brocky fashion. I have a Speedo on, a cowboy hat, <laughs> and I'm ready to rock and roll. And then I call her up. She's like, yeah. I'm like, where are you? She's like, oh, we're on the other pool. So I turn around because I'm looking at the There's party. The 21 and I'm over pool. I'm looking at the 21 over pool. <laughs> DJ, like everyone on my level. I'm like, yeah, here we go. <laughs> And I turn around and it's like, oh, that's right. We're in the kids' pool. So I go over there. <laughs> Much different vibe. There were chips floating in the pool. There was. <laughs> I, th- I saw a chewed up apple. There was. There was. There was some food. There was. There are these kids like having a food fight like in the pool. In the pool. I saw this girl get hit with an apple. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a different vibe, but it was fun. Good little getaway. Yeah, my friends Mikey and Brandy just had a baby six weeks ago, so they brought their son, and like, oh my god, it's like when you. Obviously, we see summer all day and all night, every day and night. So you don't realize until you look back at like photos or you see a baby smaller than her, how big she's gotten. Mm-hmm. When I held their son, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm in the pool. I got to hold its head yeah, up. Yeah, you like, had no I was idea like, what was going on. I felt like I haven't held a baby in like 15 years. Like now I'm so used to her holding her head up. And like, remember when we went to lunch with Stassi at the Grove the first time and she wanted to hold Summer right away and she goes, do I still need to support her head? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. when you have like a six month old, it's like you It's completely forget. different. Six months, they rubber. They bounce. <laughs> and I mean, she's four and a half months now and it's just, oh my God, it's crazy. So a much different Vegas trip, but still so fun. It was good meeting, meeting some of your family as well. Especially yeah. since we and you've been together Coming up two years now, like our whole relationship has been half of it has been in a pandemic. So, no, no, there's still so much like family and friends of mine who you still haven't met. One of my like really good friends, Jenny, who lives in Chicago, who I talk to, I mean, almost every day, but you've never met her because she lives in Chicago and we haven't traveled and she hasn't come here. And 
there's so many people that I'm like, oh my God, you've been in my life for 15 years and you don't know my fucking fiance. Yeah, your fiance. <laughs> fiance. So fiance. I mean, it's the same here with the family back overseas. And all I mean, that yeah, too, like I've talked to them on Zoom and FaceTime so many times over the last two years. Well, but we, we kind of met we, them. Yeah, we jumped in real deep at the beginning. Six weeks oh, in, yeah. you came to Australia, met the fam. I was like, yeah, you're crazy. What were you thinking? I was. I, I told you <laughs> if you wanted to come, be my guest. You're I the, jump in quick. You're the crazy you were on one. board, and yeah. I was like, hmm, this might work out, or it might <laughs> burn in my face. This might be fun. No, well, it definitely worked out, honey. Yeah, here we are. Mm-hmm. Two years and a baby later. It's been a good two years. It's, it's been, been the, the best, best two, years. two years of my life. Oh, really? The yeah. Best. Well, yeah. Well, let's be real. You didn't really. We already talked about this. Didn't set the bar high beforehand. No, but no. It's but an experience, but it's been fun. Definitely. So when we were driving back from Vegas, Brock drove. So I guess the rule of thumb in the car is whoever drives gets to pick what we listen to, correct? Perfect. So usually when I drive, like I'm like old school. I don't do Spotify. I have like my own built playlists from Apple. So I have my party one. I have like my 70s classic rock one. See, I never got that. So you have to update that playlist every time you want to yeah. add it. See, but uh, that's why I like Spotify. Let's pick like the radio and it kind of like the... But I mean, that's what we do with Alexa when we just say, you know, play music. She plays what she wants. We but never then that's... we never tell Alexa to play music. You do all the time. What I are tell you her to about? play I differ, differentiators. Yeah, no, you never do. A lot of the time, honey, you just say, Alexa, play music. Because even the other morning when I was here working out with Courtney, she goes, Oh, she goes, he didn't say play my likes like you do. Yeah, because, because all you do is... when she plays music, yeah. I then say, Alexa, I like this song. Gotcha. And so then she remembers it. And when I just say, play my likes, she then it's all of my favorite likes. songs. I feel like it's just the same songs that your likes are like, there's like 20 of them. But in Palm Springs, it's different. Like there's Rufus Soul and like Britney Spears and like, it's Well, that's because different. it's a different vibe. But when we're in know, Palm Springs, true. it's a different vibe. <laughs> <laughs> At least we both agree on the same genre of music in time. Like yes. our house music, we're in the 70s rock still. We're into that. Is that the genre it is? Yeah, it's like mostly like 70s. Yeah, that's that we that's some to. good music there. And then in Palm Springs, yeah, Rufus is perfect for Palm Springs. Yeah, I want Summer to grow up with a very eclectic music taste. You know, a wide variety. You can play your country for her. You. I will play my Elton John for her. But that's She'll our also, Elton John. Yes. What music do you like that I don't like? Um, Rap. No, I mean, I'm not like crazy on rap. Yeah. I like anything with a good beat. That's what, like, it's not, not even that well, I hate country music. I like Tropical music. House. You just dislike Yes, I do. No, I love that. When you play that Tropical House one, yeah. I love that. Hmm. Hmm. I think we pretty much agree on all music. Well, we, we haven't made it two years, especially being with you or you being with me. We haven't made it two years without, like, not getting along and figuring out that we like some things about each other. You've got yeah. some good qualities. <laughs> it's not just complete torture every day of the day with you. Otherwise, no, not complete. Not complete. It's been it's, it's <laughs> far from that, to be honest. Yes. So Brock was driving, so he's like, oh, we're going to listen to some good podcasts. And I'm just like, oh, God. Like, I just thought when I heard you say that, I wasn't thinking it was going to be one of our short, cute, like, informational, educational, actually helps you in life podcast. I thought you wanted to put on like Joe Rogan talking about like NFTs. But or, honey, that helps you on, that's a help you on life podcast. Is that, it might even, not, is that what they're called? NFTs? NFTs, correct. Yeah. That's a great that podcast, honey. Like okay, it, but I, I didn't want to listen to like a three-hour Joe Rogan something edu- like you don't, that. You don't want to be a deep dive into some heavy education. You don't want to look at a thick book. You'd rather like a little flip through I would just rather something that's not going to bore me when I'm sitting in the car. But you were driving, so I was like, okay. But you, after this, and you guys will know, like after this experience, I feel like, and we're talking about it today because it resonated with you. Yeah. And these are the keys 
if you start, you're like, oh, that actually, I, I like that concept. So it's like when you do a challenge or if you do anything, right? You can't just go, oh, I'm going to start working out every day of the week and I'm going to do this, this, and this and set the bar you from zero. From zero, exactly. From zero all the way up. So yeah, I understand. Listen, if I'm a driver, I'm not just going to put Joe Rogan on with you and your no, mom. But obviously, because he's the number one podcast. But you he guys won't listen. Oh, bro, but his content is the shit. No, I know. I just and, and there's some that like I want to listen to, like the Miley Cyrus one. And there's certain episodes that I'm like, oh, that one I would love to listen to. But it, when it comes was, to like this was motivational mastermind stuff. Yes. Which is my so, alley. I love it. This guy we've been listening to, his name is Rob Dial. Rob Dial, buddy. Shout out to you, mate. Yes. And uh, I love the episodes you've sent me so far. So they're all pretty short, like under 20 minutes, right? They're, they're, yeah, generally. Because here's the here's the At least point. the ones you've sent me are. Yeah, there's a couple of longer ones when they deep dive, but they're generally about 15 to 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And each, he has three a week he brings out, but in each one, one's for personal okay. awareness, one's for business, and one's for growth or something like that. I don't remember mm-hmm. the three straight, but that's, that's like, it's like business Wednesday or something like that, yeah. or business Thursday. And this guy's got a history of being very successful in business, a very good person. And I mean, can you clarify? I guess you could say you're a good person if you do these things. Yeah, I think Jen, so. Because his, his biggest point, he adds every single podcast, and I'm going to butcher this, but he sent, he ends it with his little one sign that saying, you know, add value to somebody else's life today. Yeah. You know, and that's and that's the that's the basics of growth and being aware is trying to influence and bring something light to somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. So get stuck in. Sorry, honey. So yeah, so we're driving back. We get to so there's state line and then we're like 20 minutes past state line and we just see it coming to a dead stop. And I'm thinking, oh. oh, it's Tuesday after Labor Day. You know, everyone had to come back on Monday. So we'll come back on Tuesday. But then on Tuesday, I guess other people had the same idea. Unemployment so. was still in action in California. <laughs> Everyone was still unemployed and they just stayed in Vegas for a couple more days. So we are approaching this dead stop. My mom checks ways and was like, oh, we can go this way down like whatever this road is called. 74 miles no, to the it, left. It was over 100 out of the way. Oh. But, but you, it only added, you slept. It only added 30 minutes to the trip. Yeah. So it didn't. It was better to keep driving and keep summer asleep instead of sitting Sitting in in traffic. So as we're on this drive, he puts on one of these podcasts and it was like a less stress and how to relieve stress and anxiety episode. And there were eight things that I thought would be fun to recap on shenanigans in case you guys don't listen to his podcast because I found it very helpful. And and you know what? This is something that I love the fact that you want to talk about this and that it for me, it makes me very, very happy inside. Get a little excited because <laughs> these are things that kind of like successful people have adapted. This isn't just like, a, oh, I'm a genius. This is why. Because these, there's an exact science behind it. There's studies and backed by science and all of this stuff. So it's kind of like, People ask for the keys to success, and success is hard fucking work. Yeah, it's hard very, yakka. It's hard yakka, and you got to have a crack. And if you don't have a crack, you're not going to get anywhere. And and people play this like, oh, well, I was, and I've done it to myself. Like I thought I, I deserve more, but reality is like, it's never going to come easy. And if you think it comes easy, then you're a fool. Because even when it think it comes easy, these people, you've only seen the tip of what the success is. You mm-hmm. haven't seen how it started. Yeah. 90% of the cases. Now, there are these other little little kids that just walk into whatever. But, I mean, let's take you, for example, honey. Okay. You're on a reality show. Everyone's like, oh, Sheena's life's easy. She's on a reality show. The amount of self, what do I call like self-awareness that you have on how and how you look in society mm-hmm. and how much you get judged on the platforms, 
and people will say, oh, you should, you expect this because you're a public filler. Yeah. We're, we're allowed to fucking troll you. Right. So it's all in, in reality of concept. So you've done very well, but it's it's not just, you're not just, a, you didn't, I mean, you did sleep with a married man and become successful from it, but. But that's, the, but that has, all, that's not why I did it. And also I didn't know I was doing it when I did it. So let's, let's back that up. Okay. Jesus. Well, look, fucking living well, in the past. I'm saying like, if someone was to be like, oh, reality stars are just this and the that. And, and we'll get into that later on in this chat, but it's kind of like. People totally well. see, people see what they want to see, but they don't, they don't take the time to be like, you're doing really well for yourself, honey, but you, you fucking deal with bullshit. Yeah. Because of, oh, she, she's fine. She deserves it. She's in a limelight. She's expected to get trolled. It's like, mate, like, and it's the same in every, everyone has an opinion. And that's what I've well, realized even with real this quick. podcast, like if you guys look at my ratings, half of them are five star, half of them are one star. There's very few in between constructive criticism type of reviews yeah because it's like we love you or we hate you. yeah because guess what being constructive to people and actually giving good feedback is harder to do Mm -hmm. than to say yes or no or have an opinion and and not actually take the time to hey give positive feedback it's harder to do yeah so if you guys you know want to leave a five-star review i would appreciate it well here's the thing don't worry about the (laughs) four or three exactly don't worry about the five-star review Tell us what you guys want us to talk about more. I love this space. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to start doing a homebody podcast in the future about self-motivation, success, business. This is my bread and butter. And the fact that you want to talk about it today, honey. Yeah. Oof, we might Let's get, get, you might get laid tonight. Ooh. Oh, update. Uh, update. That was we a drum roll? Sex. That was my drum roll. We had sex. <laughs> we did just, just to put it out there, just to let everybody know. There was so much pressure put on the fact of us having sex at night. Like, it was let's like go home. Awkward. Let's cr- and it was and for me wasn't a mood setter. And then it was like, well, I'm not going to initiate. You have to initiate. And then you're like, I'm not going to initiate. You have to initiate. But it wasn't and then even, neither of us were initiating. And it, then it just didn't happen. Well, because then I was just like, I'm fucking tired. So you know what Brocky did? You know what I did, ladies and gentlemen? I was I was <laughs> like, oh, we're in Vegas. We're not. We, we, there was a night where we were going. We planned it out. Here's the problem. You can't plan. That, and, but I've said that too. Even when we talk about you know like going to Palm Springs for a night, and then we're like, but then we're planning it. Then we're putting pressure on it. And then yep. it's like, well, we're and in there's San already Diego there's already weekend. enough pressure put on. It. I know. So, but we were on the same page with that. We we but we, we also but we were also like, were like, no, we have to make this work. We got to rip the bandaid off. Well, it got ripped off. <laughs> I was lying in bed. I was like, honey, you want to have sex before we go to build, we go out tonight? Let's jump Let's in the shower. shower. Bada bing, bada boom, you know? Yep. Sex life is not always easy. No. Especially after the kid. And to and be honest, I, I was lying in bed last night, getting a little turned on, thinking about it. So it was good. Even though yeah. you don't want to, you may not be like, yeah, you know, but it's good to practice and try and just keep putting effort in. But mm-hmm. don't complicate it, guys. Sex is easy. Just No, and I think any parent out there is gonna, can relate. Yeah. And I know, I'm obviously not going to say who, but I know we have a lot of friends who have had babies in the same, you know, like month as us. And I know you some- You do realize by saying, I'm not going to say who, but you generally have a really small group of mums that-, that have- Yeah, because people know who our friends oh, yeah, in Arizona right. are, our friends oh, in yeah, Maryland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, friends, I just said like, one that didn't want to die. No. Yeah, we have actually, there's, there's the boom baby. I have like um, friends in Vegas. Like literally I have so many, in Malibu, I have so many friends who have had babies. I'm not just talking about show friends. Okay, perfect. So out of the- Show friends. 12 couples I know who have it's recently had babies. Majority of us are in the some same boat. are like back at it in normal sex life. I know some are like a half sex life and I know some who still haven't. So I was like, okay, like I feel like I'm okay that I, we're not the only couple that still hasn't. But then I was talking to one of our other friends and she was like, I mean, yeah, like I have like, you know, a handful or two of times and I'm like, well, shit, then it just... 
There you got in your head and I you did. got you applied the pressure. Well, guys, pressure's over. Band-aids off. We're going back into it. <laughs> but I got an IUD, so we are not going to have another baby. Summer's gonna yeah, we're good for now. We've got to no, work no. on everything else. Yeah. Okay, so this podcast, it gave eight things to do to relieve stress and anxiety in your life. And so I was like, oh, okay, eight, everyone eight. could use this. It's 17 minutes long. Yeah, it's it's eight minutes, I think it was, to, to simple, simple tricks. And then these are like keys to success. Mm-hmm. They're simple things that you could do to help you relieve stress and all that. Yeah. So that they're not like go build go build a house and do it. They're not unaccomplished. No, it's they're things very that you can do in your everyday do. life. Yes. No matter where you live, no matter how much money you make, no matter what, you can do these eight things. Take so the some first time for one yourself. Yep. was breathing. That's and it. that's one thing that the last two seasons, especially when I've been, you know, more sober and I'm in uncomfortable situations and positions. Wait, you were more sober season eight? Yeah, I was freezing my eggs. I was like dead sober. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very uncomfortable. And then, you know, right after the baby, I wasn't like, you know, I still haven't smoked weed. It's been well over a year now. But one thing that I picked up was like the meditation, but also the breath work. And the first thing he said was the breathing. Because when you get anxious, that raises your heart rate. You feel that, you know, pressure. Mm -hmm. And when you work on your breathing, that slows your heart rate down. It calms you down. Two and minutes that's a day. Something that I would have to do yeah. when I would feel that anxious. So the lesson of breathing, guys, is whenever you feel overwhelmed or you feel like you're you're elevating your heart, you feel stressed, any situation, this is a two-minute drill. And all it's gonna do is you're gonna take a deep breath in through your nose, all the way in for five seconds, four, three, two, one, breathe in. And then when you breathe out, you're going to breathe out like you're breathing through a straw is what he, what he uses the analogy. So you're going to put up your lips and just breathe out long and slow, just purposefully. Okay, all the way out. Well, it's not. I'm just kidding. Through the straw, blow it out. You can even put a straw in your mouth if you need to. And then just repeat that. I think it was eight times. There's even like different ones eight that times. you can do where it's like in for five, out for seven, in for like, you know, like different like counting ways. There is different ways to breathe, do. but I'm going to go off to what we listen. Yeah. So don't, don't just try and reinvent the wheel here. This is backed by science, guys. It's not four times, not six times. It's eight breaths in and blow it out. You'll be done in about two, three minutes and immediately your heart rate will drop down. It does. You'll become more in touch. That's step number one. The second one was gratitude. Gratitude. Yes. Yes. Gratitude. That's what I said. I feel like I could be better with that in life in general. I'm very grateful. I'm thankful for my daughter, for you, for my family every day. But I think that sometimes I tend to get really frustrated really quick and forget about the things that I should be grateful for. Stop it. Like, perfect example. I should be grateful that, you know, we have hot water every day. Yeah. Except for last night. Except for last night. And my initial reaction was like, well, that's so fucking annoying that they're turning the hot water off in our apartment because they're whatever, and I have to give Summer a bath, and it was just like, I should be grateful that that we have running water. We had hot water until 9 p.m., you know? Obviously, there was a reason they needed to shut it off to check what we're in a new building but that's just in those moments when my mom was like Sheena stop it and think I was like you're right oh my god but it was just like I'm sometimes quick to react and I'm trying to be better about that now yeah I'm glad you said that because you are but we all are we all are I like to say things on here so I have to be accountable listen and and this is the best you've got a very great platform to be accountable in these next six months like you've grown a lot 
okay, going back to Phil and being a mum, and there's so much more out there. There's so many things to do, but for somebody to turn around and take the time to be appreciative and have gratitude towards the things we have, mm-hmm. because holy fuck. Yeah. Even in the world we live in right now, even in our state, even in our town, there's people outside that don't have places to sleep. I know. And it's not just saying that. It's just reminding yourself how lucky you very much are mm-hmm. and then how deservant you need to be to work for those things, you know? Yeah. And so that was a big one, being grat- having gratitude. Yeah. Then he talked about... I love that you're saying these, honey. Thanks. These I are, really these enjoyed listening to this. simple things you can do. Yeah. Perfect. And Next I was one. like, okay, I do the breathing. I can be better about the gratitude. He said about going for a walk. You can, no matter where you are, you can go for a walk. And there was something about like with the moving pieces and like your peripheral vision. So as you're walking, you're moving forward. Yeah. You're, you're, it's, it's something in your, in your brain. So what it's doing is it's telling you when things are passing you by, it just causes that calming effect. Mm-hmm. So go for a walk outside. Trees will pass you as you walk through them. And it helps kind of like vroom. Mm-hmm. And it kind of not hypnotizes, but it gets you there in a cool state. Now, hey, we might be butchering all of this, but this is what we took out of it. And I'm so glad that you took something out of this, honey. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you guys can listen to the podcast and hear it from the expert. This is just our take on it. And, and it's great lessons that we've adapted. Yeah. We want to adapt and we're telling you guys because we want to work on this. And like, especially when we're in San Diego, like I go for, you know, the beach walks all the time. But even just here, like in Hollywood, you know, sometimes or we'll drive over to like the La Brea Tar Pits. Well, we did that once. We should do that more. <laughs> but like, I'm just saying, like, you can walk around here or you can drive, go for a walk. You can always, you, no matter where you live, go out, go, for a, go for a walk, calm walk. down, breathe, gratitude, go for a walk. Number four, music. And we might be saying these out of order. This is just how I wrote them down. Um, there was this song called Weightless. Weightless by, I think it was like Marconi Union. Scientifically proven to be the most calming song for you. And the reason why is in the beat, there is like a heartbeat, but it's a slow heartbeat. And I mean, I love listening to soft music like that. Not meditating music, but kind of. But kind of, because I was like, this is the music that I listen to when I go get Reiki or like acupuncture. It's very much like meditation music. Probably. There's there's a science to it. It's bloody awesome. Yeah. So music, it's a good one. Because you don't want to be listening to hard rock or something real aggressive, techno, when you're trying to slow down. Like, your body and your cells live off vibration. They mm-hmm. live and sound, music is a vibration. So you feel that inside your core. So if you're trying to sit there and breathe, go for a walk and freaking tell yourself how good things are, and then you turn around and put some ACDC on, like that's going to get you wired. Totally. <laughs> and then he was talking about writing it down. Becoming accountable. Yes. Yep. So I said there was like – Something recently that happened and I typed up a very long like response and put all of my feelings out there and sent that message. And I was like, it felt good to write down everything that I felt and needed to say, because sometimes I feel like if there's a conversation happening, I forget certain things. And by like writing it down, whether it's I mean, he was literally talking about pen and paper or even typing it out, but just getting all of your feelings out, I think really helps whether you send it. Whether you just keep it for yourself to write it down. down. You keep yourself. So that's what I've started doing. um, And you guys keep me accountable to this. I'm doing my 5 a.m. club Monday to Friday. Mm -hmm. It sticks through Monday to Friday. Okay. See, I love this. Give yourself the weekends off. Well, yeah, because the weekends, I mean, depend. I can still carry it on, but I don't want to overshoot right now. But I'm I'm, I'm very happy with how it's going. The goal of it is 
to turn around and, and, and set your daily tasks. But what, mm-hmm. what you want to do by writing things down is you are now taking it out of your brain, mm-hmm. which causes anxiety because you have all these things stored, but mm-hmm. you don't know where to get them. And you're taking them out and you're itemizing them and you're putting them down. Yeah. By instantly doing that, you're getting less anxiety because now you know. Now mm-hmm. you visually can read them and you don't need to store that in your brain. It's like a shopping list. Yeah. You go shopping without a shopping list, you forget half the stuff you get unless you're at you and you're a genius. But most of the time, you get anxious about that because you're like, oh, I should have written it down. Yeah. As soon as you write it down, pressure's off you, you've got it down there. Then what you can do is you can really focus in on those things for business. For me, I really enjoy it, like a deep dive, like I go into, I go into that question or I dive right. into a bit and I'm right down there. I'm sitting on the balcony just watching the, the sun's going down, just putting some calming music on and you, you'll be amazed at how productive you are throughout your day if you can do that either in the morning and in the evening before you finish your day mm-hmm. because you can write it down and there's so many more other tricks you can do but simple things, write it down. If you want to do something today or tomorrow or this week, or you're thinking about something, get out, write it down. Yeah. He then talked about getting your blood work checked because there could be vitamins or something that your body's deficient yep. in and you don't realize that. Big one right now is the, uh, is, what's the sun? Vitamin D? Yeah. Vitamin D, guys. We're all being like, locked I take down. vitamin D3. I take two gummies every day. Get your vitamins in. Yeah. So here's the thing, Even guys. Even Summer, she has to take vitamin D With, with your blood work, with your multivitamins and what multivitamins get around in there. Get your blood work done because it goes into a deeper breakdown of your blood. Mm-hmm. For even for me, right? We, we, I've been doing this with um, Catalyst Wellness down in San Diego. Shout out to these guys down there for hooking <laughs> it up for me. But what they do is they do my blood work. And now I'm a young, I consider myself a young buck. I'm over 30 though. And so I want to have Getting my, I want to make sure I have my check-ins. So what they do is they take my blood mm-hmm. and they just run it for these hundreds of different things you can test for through this. And then they contacted me. They're like, hey, Brock, just so you know. Your testosterone is really, really low. You can work on that through these things. But you also, my vitamin D was low. I had uh, low in B12. Mm -hmm. And then I started taking that medication, or not medication, but I took those multivitamins and that that they prescribed to me. Yeah. And I think I was on like one once a week of vitamin D. It was like 500 milligrams of vitamin D. And I picked it up from CVS. Boom. Not boom, because I got other stresses in life, but my body now, we're back training. I Mm -hmm. feel better. And now here's the next thing to take in those blood work is being consistent, which I fail at miserably, but I'll work on it. <laughs> he also was saying to cut back on caffeine. I don't remember why. I don't drink a lot of caffeine. Just like the music, honey. So like when you have caffeine, what does it do to you? It's, it's it like amps you up. It amps yeah. you up. So there's, you've got two things in your brain. Um, two chemicals that get released, and this one's a stimulant. It's mm-hmm. a stimulant. Right. So imagine lightning bolt in your body. Like it stimulates you. Mm-hmm. That's what caffeine is. If you can reduce caffeine, or if you can go to green tea, it's a lesser. It's a different form of caffeine. Caffeination. So right. try that, guys. That's what I love doing for thirty days. And plus, caffeine is a toxin. All right. So try and go on a, a cleanse. Try that. Try yeah. it for. Look, it's very difficult to do for the first four days, four or five days, especially when you're those guys that wake up in the morning, first thing you have is a coffee. Mm -hmm. Change it straight away. Change that right now. Get up, have a glass of water with lemon in it, and then you can have your coffee. But hydrate yourself before you caffeinate yourself. Right. And then lastly, he talked about comedy. I don't remember if Uh, that was the other one. That was the last one. But then he was also saying, which I don't remember where this fell under, to like not watch the news and to stay off social media. It was for comedy. Yeah. But like with comedy, when you watch something or you're around someone, even if it's a friend of yours who's funny or whatever, it releases that dopamine in your brain 
that makes you happy. See, you did listen. Honey. I did listen. And, and then I said, I was like, I wonder if weed slang, the word dope, comes from when dopamine is released, it makes you that happy, like high feeling. I mean, I feel like probably is because it's what dopamine is that. And dopamine is released from any stimulant too sometimes. Right. You know? So that's just the effect of happiness that you yeah. cause to yourself. That's why when people do do drugs and all that, that high, like for the first time trying it is such a crazy. And then the second time they got to chase that mm -hmm. because your, your brain is so overstimulated. It can't get back there. Yeah. Happiness, baby, makes the world go around. If you can be around happy people, perfect. If you can be around sad people, you're going to be around sad people. That kind of is like the saying, if you hang around shit, you smell like shit. <laughs> okay. It's yeah. all in the power of your mind. And like, and it's very hard to be positive. Yeah. It's very, this isn't simple tricks. These are simple techniques, but to apply all of them mm -hmm. consistently on a daily gets difficult. But the more you practice it, the more you reap the rewards, the better you feel. And like whenever I watch Impractical Jokers, you know, it just, it does, it releases that dopamine. Like I will literally be watching that by myself and laugh out loud. And there's not many things that I can watch by myself that I laugh out loud by myself. Yeah. I think I want to add like a ninth one in there for the Sheena Shea, for the shenanigans. Yeah. And it would be... Words of affirmation to yourself and to others. When you meet somebody. I think that goes under gratitude. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. You're right. Maybe. Okay. Let's tie it in the gratitude point plus one with mm -hmm. Rocky. And I think if you go ahead, every time you meet somebody tomorrow or all next week, until we meet again next week, I want you to go ahead and talk to them and be like, compliment them on something. You've got mm -hmm. a great shirt. you got a great smile. And then set that tone for that conversation to be positive. Yeah. Unless you get called into your offices or your boss's office. Because then you might be in trouble. But hey, lead <laughs> lead with, hey, I like the shirt. Nice belt. You know, right? lead with that. We'll see if you don't get as much trouble. Totally. So I really did enjoy listening to this podcast. I feel like I do already apply a lot of those into my life on the regular basis, but I could be better about certain ones. And I really wanted to we all can, podcast honey. about this and spread the word. I'm so happy that you I thought are it talking was, about it. It was a lot us. of good points that he made, and I really enjoyed it. Life, on our tribe. life is like a box now. Life is what you make <laughs> of it, right? And and there is generally a formula to try and be more happy. Yeah. And that is giving back. That is that is doing going out to make sure other people around you are getting value from you. Yeah. And then you internally in yourself, before these trolls come at you, you find your own value because you said it. And that's one thing that when you and I started dating, there were some people in my life who are no longer in my life because you had a really good point you made. And you're like, well, they're not adding value to your life. I was adding value to theirs. Oh, I yeah. was doing things for them that didn't even necessarily... I don't want to say didn't make me happy because helping others always makes me happy. But it was like, it was more of like this energy sucking person who yeah. wasn't adding value to my life. And now I just see that so differently. But that's because you put that in perspective for me. Like I, I do enjoy my friend group and all that. It's quite small sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I know a lot of people as well, you know. But at the same time, it's like we can make as much money as you think you can make in the world. But then you're going to lose time. Yeah. So it's like, look, I really generally want help because this is all these things I need to do. But if you can have your friends around you and you go to you guys see your friends, let's say I'm in the morning, I go to my, my trainer, which is what I do. Mm -hmm. Go in there straight away. He hypes me up when I get there. He's like, yeah, Brock, you look good. Automatically, I'm around somebody that gets me, get, makes me feel good. I Words make him feel better. You know, mm -hmm. we get going. This isn't a love language. This is just like no, but I'm gratitude. just saying that's what that is. Yeah. And then so you're you're setting the vibe and the frequency in that. Then all of a sudden you're going to go to another meeting where you sit down, have beautiful food, and you talk really, have really strong conversations, good conversations. 
positivity is better. And then look, within these positive conversations, we're always solving a problem. Mm-hmm. We're always like, oh, what are you working on? How's work going on? The, when you ask those questions, stop, listen, and then try and add value mm-hmm. to them from your experiences because I promise you they can add value to your experiences because they could have done the same thing. Maybe not the exact, but they could have a different approach to things. And if you can become more aware of your situation, this took me years. I'm 30 now. You, no, you're, me, you're 31. 31. <laughs> I'm in my 30s now. I promise you, 19-year-old me, which you guys are about to see, wasn't the same bro. Okay. the fuck tuned. Whew. Speaking of reality TV. Yeah, wow. When we got home last night, I had not one, but two Bachelor in Paradise episodes to watch. I have now... Hooked Brock in. Guys, well, not hook, ho- line, and sinker. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, he's he's hooked. Like, you step away now from your video games to be like, wait, wait, what's happening? Was the rose ceremony yet? Did I miss it? I miss a lot. But you also saw a lot. And I <sighs> want to get into it a little bit because I was cringing I wanna, at some of these people. So we're talking about Bachelor in Paradise, yes. correct? So I want to ask you, honey, because I've experienced it for a year. I mm-hmm. haven't seen my edit, okay? <laughs> Haven't seen the edit, but I genuinely believe the edit can only do so much. <laughs> you still said what you said. Exactly. It still came out of your mouth. Obviously, yes, things are produced, but every show is different. So it's like you can't compare Bachelor in Paradise to like Vanderpump Rules. No. Okay. Well, I listen, think- these guys on, look, even Chasen was my boy from San Diego. Yeah. He had an agenda going into it. Okay. <laughs> Love you, bro. Yeah. And and even his buddy going in. And they had agendas. And this is the world we live in now. So I wonder if this is going to become a thing because what being on The Bachelor gives to somebody is a platform. Yeah. And guess the world isn't world isn't corporates anymore, corporations anymore. The world is individualism, democratization of the media, of the normal world. You yeah. Know? If you build your platform, you build your brand, you build an audience, and all of a sudden you're your, ta- you're mm-hmm. your own network. And we know a lot of people go on this show specifically because now it's like to become the next social media influencer. Because you get a million, if you you could get up to a million followers, you could. Yeah, some of the Bachelor Bachelorettes have over a million. Why don't they just go play, do TikTok really, really well? Because they're not that interesting. Exactly. (laughs) So, (laughs) so they got to become, they got to go on a reality show to to get, yeah, that's. So, the one guy, there's two guys who are just so cringe, and that's Brendan and Chris. Apparently, Brendan did lose a lot of followers. I don't know how many he had before BIP, but they've gone down. They've gone down. Yes. Look, it's. I don't want to say cringe. No. You just went in, you've gone. Okay, Chris was cringe. Chris was inappropriate. He should not have. Honey, no, you didn't see the scene when they're literally choreographing their makeout. It was cringe. Well, because he also shouldn't have made out with that chick. They even in front said of the word choreographing. They go, "We have to choreograph this. This is for TV. Let's keep it PG thirteen. Hold on, let's choreograph it." And I was like, "Do you think they're gonna edit this out? Like, you look oh, so dumb." Poor people. Oh, it was. Guys, it, can it I, was cringe. I would love to ex- explain what reality is before and, and <laughs> a pretense to <laughs> this is pretense to editing. But I feel like if you get filmed on a reality show, and I'm, I'm not an expert at all. This is how I attached to season nine. It is you. You are in charge of what you say, mm-hmm. how you say it, and who you say it to. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then after that, people are then going to talk about who you talk to, what you said to them, and what happened. And that's it. It's, that's it's it a pers- And that's called reality TV. But to sit there... And then choreograph a makeout session. Yes, it was cringe. And then to then be like, 
oh, I don't know why they don't like me. <laughs> like, bro, maybe people, and they're, again, they're getting death threats, and they're getting, like, trolled at. That, and that, that's never which is okay. unfortunate. Because people feel like, you know, they do know you, but it's like, when you are literally disrespecting, like, so Chris comes onto the show and he says that he's there for Jasenia. She's his number one. He was her number one. Yeah, he went they get into a couple. Yeah. So he's at this VIP party. And all of a sudden, like, this chick who I guess Jasenia said, like, was, like, coming on to him in San Diego. I don't know if they're all from San Diego. I assume Chris is because he's friends with Chasen. San Diego is a cesspool of beautiful people. Anyways, he just starts making out with her. And then Jasenia walks up, sees it, and then it's, like, as if that wasn't bad enough. Then when he's talking to her, this chick, Alana, comes back up and was, like, trying to pull him. And she's, like, when we're done, we're having a conversation. And she's, like, but whatever. Then he makes out with her on the dance floor all night in front of Jasenia. Like, the most disrespectful thing you could do. So what was his let's, – let's see if he realized they get on a show, a reality show. What was his game plan? Like, did – did he think that this was going to be okay? I think that him and Brendan both knew when the, about they were coming on the show. Now, I, I don't know how this works exactly. This is my theory. <laughs> I think that obviously Brendan was there from day one. Chris knew he was coming on at whatever point in time. So they obviously all give their list when they say like, oh, well, she was on my list. Yeah, she was that, my number one. So do they have like a one, two, and three? I think so. I think so too. I think I feel like they're kind of like, oh, they gave us their one, two, three. Let's partner them with their th- two or three. Right. And then we'll fuck shit up by bringing in their ones. Yes. I think that they know. So when they get there, they're like, okay, well, shit, my number one's not here, but she's probably going to come because I talked to her before the show and I know she got an offer. Brendan knew Piper was coming. Brendan. Did they know? I think he knew. I think. Well, after watching last night, yeah, they they both knew. They're sitting on the couch talking about, oh my God, do you remember when I hit 70K and like how many followers I have? And then he like tries to cover his mic and it even says in subtitles, it was like Brendan scratches his mic. Like he was like trying to cover up what he was saying. He wasn't scratching the mic. He was trying to cover his mic. But then did you see the part, I don't remember if you were in the room, when he's talking off camera to someone and I feel like it had to be a producer he was talking to or they would have shown the person he was talking to and that person definitely would have spoken up. But he was saying about Natasha, he goes, she had no prospects. Nobody wanted her. So he basically just said, well, uh, I yeah, just... I, remember. I think he was just talking to the boys because he no, was still sitting No, I think he down. was talking to a producer because they didn't show who he was talking uh, to. It was like a thing Yeah, you're right. Camera. It was just kind of like, well, who's who was he saying that to? Yeah. Who's Jenny he- and I were recapping this morning. I was like, that had to be a producer <laughs> he was talking to. So when he says that, it's like, okay, ew, hurtful. That's rude. But also, you basically are admitting that you didn't really like this girl who he then said that he felt like it was more of a friendship and even kind of said to her face like well I mean who else were you going to date and she's like there were other guys here on day one who I was interested in but like you know he charmed her and it's like he just did what he had to do to stay until his girl got there they had this all planned so so that was Piper and and Brendan and Brendan we already saw what happened to the first two what was their names Chris and Alana so Chris and Alana bye 
Oh, the best. When Riley and Joe are just like, you need to pack your bags and get the fuck out Joe of paradise. Joe is my boy. I love Joe. And that's why you should be, and this is, the, this is the problem, right? This new world that we live in, this new social media platform, blah, blah, blah. And like, that's where the show is. Joe went on there back in the day mm -hmm. and now he's back on there. He generally is there for the right reason. Now look, you might still go on that show and be like, I know that I'm going to get a perks. following. It comes with some perks. But I'm going in here single yes. and open-minded mm -hmm. and not conspiring with people outside of the show of how to get roses to each other to make it through the show. And yeah. then say, then listen, bro, I'm all for that. But then don't just try and fool us and, <laughs> right? and do what we just watched. No, and so Chris is like, oh, like everyone's like, you need to leave, 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 leave. You found your girl, you made it, go back home. And so he's like, okay, well, I need to go pack my bags and nobody likes me. And he sits Maybe down. <laughs> I'm sorry. He <laughs> shouldn't have treated he been, he have a treated good like girl that. the way he did. He deserves to be discussed on my podcast today. Yes, but not trolled discussed he definitely both of them hurt other people and that and, wasn't okay and that is not okay we're not going to troll him for it how am i trolling him well, you just spoke to him like doo, doo, and that because he's like well nobody likes me i need to go sure. home so okay sorry i don't mean to be trolling him i'm just like doing a recap and i'm changing my voice because when i'm the girl I, whatever <laughs> Anywho, so he's like, you know, like, I think I need to go pack my bags. And then homegirl Alana, Alana, whatever, is like, but I just got here like 24 hours ago. And then she starts crying because she's probably thinking like, oh, my God, I'm not going to get that many followers because I've only been here for like an episode. And like, we had this whole plan to be here together. And if you're leaving, he's like, well, I would like you to leave with me. And then she's like, Chris, I just got here. And she's like, well, then maybe I'll stay. And it's like. So now you're gonna stay to stay on TV when well, you came here for him. No, well, like, he come didn't on, come. But guys. She didn't go to the island for him. She went to the island to, to get be some on followers. The TV. <laughs> and everyone, it was so obvious. And I love that now. Next week, they're also calling out Brendan and Piper because now Natasha's like, um, hello, everyone's team Jasenia. Like, did they forget? Like, the same thing is currently happening to me. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah, look. Oh, it's so good, you it's, guys. These guys got me hooked. It's so good. I'm hooked. And I love Ugh. how they can talk about the show on the show. How they're saying, you know, like, you came here for followers. You didn't come here for the right reasons. You just want to be on a TV show. It's interesting to hear them talk about it in that way with each other. It's interesting. It's a definitely a different dynamic now. But uh, favorite couple. What's your favorite couple in there? I love Noah and Abigail. Oh, Abigail deserves that. Yeah. And I'm so glad that they worked things out because they had like a little bit of like a bump in the road last week and now they're back on track. I love them. So Joe's girlfriend's still- Oh, and Joe and Serena. I Joe stand and Serena them. is me. Yes. Serena and Joe, hell yeah. Yes, for I'm sure. For I'm all for that. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, I like Riley and Marissa too. Comment below, leave us a review and tell us your favorite couple. Yeah. Rate your couple. Yeah. <laughs> if you like them enough, <laughs> give them a five star. <laughs> oh, it's so good this season. I mean, it's always good, but it's like so good. Well, honey, I am grateful that we get to watch and binge watch this reality show together. Me too. What, what do they classify that as? Like, is it reality show? It's or a is reality it... TV. Yeah, duh. Oh, God. Yeah. Maybe too reality. <laughs> like, <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Hey, honey. go over the before we go. Let's go over the eight, eight points real quick. Okay, one minute touch up. Go, honey. Breathing. Yep. Gratitude. Yes. 
listen to music. Yep. Go for a walk. Perfect. Uh, the blood work. Yep. Comedy. Yep. Have a laugh. Write it down. Yes. And then the last was like uh, no caffeine or less caffeine. Less caffeine. Yeah. 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 That one I forget is. about because I don't drink a lot of caffeine. They're simple rules, guys. Let us know how you follow them. Hopefully, Sheena gets on this bandwagon. Just so it doesn't have to be all full in your face, like self-motivated, get started, but... I'm happy no, that but you this did was this. really good. I enjoyed it, and I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Thank you for co-hosting with me today, honey. A little motivation, motivation with Brock on shenanigans once a yeah. month. Yeah. If you like it, I'll be down. I love it. Love you, honey. Well done. I love you. See you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Sheena Shea. Shea FK. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking fine and I got my girls with me Uh, With the boys at the table getting tipsy Miss me, kiss me one more time Get over here, boy